Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast. My name is Andrea Flores and uh, this is my podcast called You're Doing Great, Mija. And um, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about boards and commissions, um, my journey of how I got into this, uh, you know, planning and zoning committee, explaining what it's about how I got into it. Um, I just resigned after two years of sitting on um, that committee um, and just speaking on my experience from it and hoping that, you know, anyone that's interested in, um, in also applying themselves in this to, to do it, right? And like, hopefully I can be that uh, resource for you and, and help you out in any way I can. Um, I'm over here checking my computer because my headphones connected to my laptop. And I hope it's not bothering the audio. I don't think it should. <sighs> you learn something new every day, I guess. Whatever. See, this is like what I don't like about having podcasts. Like you think everything's going good and then something pops up while you're recording and you're like, oh my gosh, did I just ruin everything? Like you don't feel as secure and moving forward because you're like, this popped up. I've never seen it before. I don't know. Okay. Oh my gosh. See, I took my headphones off and then... Bro, this is so stupid. <sighs> off. I turned it off. <gasps> oh my gosh. I think I'm connected. I think I'm connected to my my speaker. I mean, my y'all probably like, what is this girl talking about? Okay, because I've been seeing people wear headphones during their podcast. And I'm like, why? how do y'all connect it? I never knew. I, I hope this works. This is so quick. Cool. I'm like, Wait, do I do noise cancellation or transparency? Transparency. Noise cancellation. Off. Yeah, I have these Apple headphones and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to work them. Okay, whatever. We're going to just keep moving forward. Um, I'll, I'll record it again if I have to. Uh, so, boards and commissions. Um. So uh, I, I signed up like in 2020. I applied myself to this. Mind you, like during this time, I had like barely graduated from A&M. Uh, I was like really sad because like, you know, I was starting over. I missed college, you know, and uh, I kind of felt like I was back to ground zero of just like, you know, starting over again, new chapter. And then um. I was in this internship in Dallas for like women running for office called Reflect Us. And then they had me do an assignment where it was like go around Dallas County um, and find all the applications 
for boards and commissions coming up so we can make it easier for women to run and be in um be like appointed to to these positions right because we felt like accessibility was difficult for women to find like when to apply how to apply where to apply things of that sort and so my internship wanted to make it easier for a woman to access these opportunities and so I went I like did that research project and I did like all of Dallas County um and all the little uh boarding all the boarding commissions they have in Dallas County and I think it was about like 20 or so um like cities in Dallas County um and, and mind you like yes there's the city of Dallas but then there's also Dallas County which are like Dallas County is bigger than the city of Dallas um and and that probably doesn't you know, we probably don't even care about that okay but so yeah I, I did Dallas County and uh, as I was doing this project I was like you know what I kind of miss being in a position of power or just having a seat at the table you know since graduating at A&M being class president and whatever and so I you know I did the uh project on my own city uh, in Dallas County and I saw that applications were open and I was like you know what 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 the heck just like let me apply see what happens whatever you know no pressure and I had applied I think like in May um and uh, you are you're probably like dude what is boards what is boards and commissions planning and zoning like this doesn't what is she talking about I'll explain I'll explain it because there's like many committees in your city so um I applied and on the application um it was like what committees do you want to be a part of and I was like oh I really love the library committee I'll I love the library in my city so I'll do that I'll sign up for that and then I would also sign up for like the recreation or like the pool committee and um I was like oh I like I worked at the pool for three years in my city you know I think you know that's like another fun one and I think you could pick up to three and the third one was like I had picked plan like planning and zoning and I had always like had interest in planning and zoning but never like knew much about it I um had never had experience in planning and zoning and it was also the highest ranked committee you can be on in your city um like the library and the recreation and pool were like on the lower scale but planning and zoning was like the committee to be on um and people usually had to be in like three or four other committees years before they were even offered planning and zoning um in, in my city because like that's how high ranked it, it is and so I was like you know what let me just put planning and zoning you know why not and so I submitted my application like in May or June and then a few weeks later I got a call to go in for an interview with like the mayor and the city council and this is not like the mayor of Dallas like Eric Johnson this is like my own mayor in Cedar Hill dang I just exposed my city well, okay, I'm proud of my city, but you know, I don't I don't know who's listening. Uh but um there's a mayor in my city and I think his name is Mayor Mason something. 
I don't know his last name. Or maybe Mason is his last name. Honestly, his name is Mason, Mr. Mason, Mayor Mason. Um, and so him and then the city council were going to interview me. And I was like, that's so cool. Like, yeah, let me sign up for the interview. And my internship, I told them about it. They're like, Andrea, that's so cool that you like took it upon yourself to apply yourself to this while you were doing the research project. And they gave me tips, like, you know, print out your resume for them. Print out, like, um, I don't know. I think I just print out my resume, maybe a cover letter. So I print out, like, 10 of each. And I took it to my interview. And, um, yeah, I was just like, you know, I really love the library committee. And I really love the pool committee because, you know, um, I love the library and I, I worked at the pool and they were just so fascinated by my resume. Like, I'm not even trying to hype myself up, but like um, they like even the mayor was like, wow, like you are very outstanding. You have a very outstanding resume. Like you've done a lot of really great things. And, you know, thank you for like coming in to be interviewed. And Mind you, I didn't even think I would be, like, even considered for planning and zoning because that's, like, the highest ranked. And, like, you, like it's usually older people in that committee. And they, like, um, they're, like, under city, they're, like, under city council. So I think, like, in regards to government and politics, like, you're a point, you could be appointed for, plan, like, boards and commissions. And of those committees, planning and zoning is the highest ranked out of, like, Recreation committee, history committee, library committee, planning and zoning is the highest ranked. And then it's city council, and then it's mayor, and then it goes to like higher government, um, state government, federal government. Like that's kind of, I would say, the ranking is for um, these offices or seats. And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to get my foot in the door. Uh, gain a new experience and grow and, and and learn more and so the mayor like really boosted up my ego because he was like wow like it's so awesome like all the work you've done like you're very outstanding you're phenomenal like you know you're, you're really needed in your community and I think after that interview it really uplifted my spirit because I was like wow like I um like your voice does matter like I um everyone has a great that can bring a great asset to the community. And so um, I really like felt very uplifted from that interview and had like, I was inspired, right? Um, since graduating uh, to just do great work and go back into my community and help out my community in any way I can. And then a couple like days later or something like that, I get a call from the mayor of my city to go to his office for like a second round interview with him and the city manager and I was like oh like this is so cool um yeah I'll be there and then I showed up and he's showing me like the 10-year city plan of like restructuring and I'm like learning you know all these cool things and he was basically telling me like oh Andrea like you know we have a seat open for planning and zoning and like this is something like we never really do we never really have like a young person in this committee um and it's kind of between you and this man 
who's older and has been serving in like smaller committees, like example, library committee uh, for X amount of years. And, you know, it's between you and him. And I, in my mind, I'm like, bro, I'm not about to like tear someone down to put myself in this uh, planning and zoning committee. Like you either want me or you want him. Like you pick and choose. Like I'm not here to uh, like belittle someone else. I don't even know and like say why I'm better. But I was just like, you know, I just really would appreciate this opportunity. Like, I think I would love to learn from, you know, this committee and grow and things like that. And um, and uh, I think like a few days later after that interview, um, I was off. I was appointed. So uh, in these offices, like you're either elected or appointed. So elected is like when people vote you in to this office so like you know when you go and vote for your elections like your local like elections like city council like that's being elected in and but I was appointed in so appointed is like when the mayor picks you and appoints you and chooses you to be on a committee and then um so so yeah I was appointed by the mayor and uh, I was like super happy and you know really grateful for the opportunity I didn't really know what it entailed and like everyone around me was like oh my gosh Andrea like you were in planning and zoning in Dallas County like at that time I was at in this UT program for the women's campaign school and they were just boosting me up they were like Andrea's in uh, a planning and zoning commissioner now like that's so amazing like my internship ate that up they're like one of our own like even applied for planning uh, applied for boards and commissions and she was appointed for planning and zoning like this could be you too, right? Or something like that. And I was just so uh, hyped up by my community and uplifted and supported by my community. And I didn't really even know what this committee was about, right? And then, so mind you, this was in 2020 uh, and COVID was like still very much a big thing as it is to this day. Um, and so um, when I was appointed in, the first year of me serving on this uh, committee, it was all virtual. So it was all on Zoom and um, which kind of sucked in a way, but not really uh, because like when you, I joined the Zoom calls, no one's face showed like it, it didn't have an option for like everyone's face to be shown. So I like always had my camera off and I just, you know, would speak um, when I wanted to right in the meeting. And, um, you know, we did, I did some really great things in that committee. I, I approved the Raising Canes. I remember I was like, oh, you know, I'm from, I went to A&M. And, like, I even spoke to the developers who came into that meeting and they wanted to bring Raising Canes into my city. And uh, I spoke in that meeting and I was like, oh, um, I'm from, I, I went to A&M and I was in College Station. And, you know, there's always this war between Canes and Lanes. And I'm just so, you know, happy that we're bringing a Raising Canes here because, you know, it's just, it brings it back to my, you know, college memories and, you know, it's a great place, great food. And they were, they were just like, oh, well, thank you so much. Like, we appreciate, you know, your kind words and, you know, letting us come into your city. And so, yeah, we like, those are, that's like, I think that was like one of my first, like, um, um, like motions or like agenda items that we approved that. I was like, oh my gosh, I know what this is. And like, I kind of started to realize what I was doing in this role and like learning more. 
in this role. And so before I resigned uh, after two years, we had approved um, a Dutch Bros, which is like a coffee shop. And I think it's like really, I think they have one in College Station because I always see people posting about it um, at AM. But yeah, I approved the Dutch Bros. Uh, I approved like a bunch of like apartment complexes, townhomes, uh, things of that sort. But I would say like the most, the two most like um, up there agenda items that we approved were like Raising Canes and Dutch Bros. But Dutch Bros hasn't like officially been built yet. It's still in the process. But yeah, a lot of it was just like apartments and like people's homes wanting to um, rename their land to like use it for different purposes. But planning and zoning is basically like, Let's say, like, um, I don't know, someone wants to come and build, um, okay, like raising canes, right? They want to build raising canes in my city. They have to bring it to uh, planning and zoning committee. And then we, like, review it. We see that this is something our community would benefit from. Um, and then um, if we approve it, it is recommended to city council. And then after city council, if they approve it, then it's officially like enacted then they can start building and things of that sort so it's like it really had to go through me in order to go to city council in order to like happen in my city and I remember one time I said no to one agenda item and it was like uh, a really empowering moment for myself because uh, I was the first one to speak on the agenda item like when voting like they called my name first and I was the first one to say no and like the men, the developers that were there presenting this um, this agenda item um, on this building they wanted to do looked at me like, oh, this girl just told us no. So it felt very empowering to like sit up there and just like be like, no, um, not just to say no, but like, so like this, the second year going into um, planning and zoning, being a commissioner, uh, it was in person. So we would meet like, I think two or three times a month um which I think started to be a little bit more challenging for myself because I mean it was only like a five minute ten minute drive um but it was just meeting like having to meet in person you have to like get dressed put your makeup on uh drive there be in the meeting get food after take your makeup and, and like it just adds up time right and like I hadn't been adjusted to that since graduating college. So the second year going into um, this committee, it was like all in person and I wasn't getting paid for this. Like it was all volunteer work, which I think is another factor of like why there's a barrier for young women, especially like young women of color um, or young people to even be um, placed in these um, these positions of power or these elect or these appointed positions or seats or you know having a seat at the table for your city because you're like you're not being paid for your, you're not being compensated for your time and serving your community um unless I believe you're a city council member or the mayor right so it, it really is like volunteering work and it being like two to three times a month uh was like time constraining for myself um and you know I I just felt like if you're not paying me, I mean, I know that's kind of bad, it's like, but it's like, yo, like, I gotta make money, you know, um, so I think towards, like, the latter end of my, my time as playing a zoning commissioner, I was just like, you know, it's just becoming a lot on my plate, 
and you know I'm really grateful for the opportunity and like wanting to resign like they're about to the, my my um they're about to offer me like another two years because it's a two-year term um and that's when I kind of resigned my my seat but I think I'm going back in regards to like the one agenda item I had said no to I mean I think I said no a couple of times but this one was like this was one of the very few that didn't get recommended to city council and it's very rare for an agenda item to not to not get recommended to city council like it's very rare for everyone to say no um in planning and zoning so for this specific one um i was just very taken back and i think it just goes to show why it's important to have women of color um in these seats right because i was the youngest on that committee and i was the only latina on that committee there was no other latinos on that committee um so for this specific agenda item um this was in person um i was like sitting on my commissioner chair you know elevated and being like looking in power you know i got my name my name um title in front of my seat in front of my desk like um and then these two guys came in and were like basically wanted to uh, build or take ownership of this house in our city and make it like a foster care home or something like that um and ultimately it was like homeland security wanting to um like bring in undocumented kids to live there um and it it just like struck me in the wrong way because at first of all it was like two white men coming in and saying like they want a foster care home and like these kids are going to be very restricted to not going out um you know going to school and coming back like very like restricted and um and and it being a space for just kids to live there um no there's always there's always going to be security but i think this is what this was a time when a lot of the um well, of course, there's always like um, border discussions happening, especially in Texas. But this was a business that I felt this was a business where they were um, they were capitalizing off of undocumented children to benefit themselves and and earn money from housing undocumented children. Like that's how it was, that's how it basically was summed up to be. Um, and in my opinion, it wasn't very, I'm very glad I was in that seat at that time because I said no to that agenda item. And I even proposed a question, are undocumented kids going to be in these, in this house, in my city? And they said, well, there's a high chance that yes. And my mind went back to at the border, you know, this is like kids are still being like put in in these centers that are like old walmarts that they're just being um they're just staying in these like all like these buildings um that are are controlled by like homeland security um and 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 it's just not right because if people are coming here for a better life they're not coming to like basically be constrained in in, in these buildings and have these gray like foil paper blankets as you know their blankets to sleep like no like very uncruel very inhumane and so I had said no to that agenda item 
and I was the first one that they called out to like vote and I said no out loud and so after I said no um, multiple people after me said no and mind you like I'm the youngest I'm the only Latina in that room and it was very nerve-wracking for me to say no but when after I did I felt so empowered because I know like I was doing good for my community right I was standing up for the young children the young kids of color who um couldn't like I don't know who who I was just I felt like I was doing good for my community right and so um yeah basically they were wanting to you know it was homeland security wanting to house undocumented kids for as like quote-unquote foster care I guess but basically they're going to be capitalizing off of it because there was really no like like uh, nannies or you know people that genuinely cared about these kids being in there like it was just security a very business oriented facility like basically basically capitalizing off you know children which I didn't like at all and um and I said no to and it didn't it was not recommended to city council because we had said no as a committee and I'm not sure what they did after that but they were just they were shook after you know they came and presented to us and we said no they like looked at themselves like wait did they actually just say no um and left and were just like shook and so I guess that just goes to show like you your voice is important in your community right and so I I did um wanted to share just like some sus agenda items that we had but also some great agenda items that we had that were passed and and some that weren't passed right and so I think it was a really great experience for myself I learned a lot um I grew a lot and in that role it was cool to just show up there and and I looked like so young compared to everyone else and you know just kind of be like that like dang like this little like this this woman is like up there you know compared to like all these white men who are up there with me um but they were very nice white men you know don't want to like you know they were very nice white men so but it was just it just goes to show the importance of having like a diverse committee that represents your community um and, and yeah that was a little bit about like me being on planning and zoning I remember one time um so I used to work at the pool in my city for like three years. I was like a lifeguard. I was a teaching instructor. I like taught babies, like literal babies that were six months old to like float and kick. Um, And up to like, I think 12 year olds, like how to swim. I did that during the summers and during college. So I've been like involved in my community and they want their, they want to build a new pool in my city. And so in order to have that new pool placed and accepted and approved, it has to go through me and then it has to go through city council. And this was something in the works for many years. I'm going to take a drink of my lemonade real quick. Okay. So, um, so my, it was just so funny because I'm like, sitting in this chair like elevated like I look very empowered next to my other committee members and the people that, that come and speak to us on the podium in front of us are like 
on a lower level, you know, it does look a little intimidating. And so there was this new pool was in the talks for many years. And finally, it came time to present it to the city and move forward in that process. And so I was sitting there in a meeting and I don't know where I see my old um, manager for the pool and uh, like my old managers come in to present this project. And it was just so weird and like funny how like they needed my approval in order to get this passed when like they used to manage me and be like higher and higher on the high, like higher up when I was like working at the pool, like I needed their approval to like do X, Y, and Z. And now like the tables turned and they needed my approval to get their idea um, pushed forward. So it was just like a, a full circle moment, I guess, or just like funny where like how the tables turned or like what's that office reference, um, the office reference where it's like how the turns had tabled or something like that um but yeah the tables turned and they were like so intimidated and nervous to present to us and like I advocated for them I'm like you know this pool has been in the in the works for many years I'm so happy that it's come this far and like it's you know I'm looking forward to it and you know thank you just for all the hard work you have done and they were just shook they were like whoa I didn't even know Andrea was like in this committee um and they like looked so proud of me and so it was nice just to go from like in college being a lifeguard slash teaching instructor to being now on like an official committee for planning and zoning in my city and you know be taken seriously I guess you could say and so yeah that was so funny we approved it um and it got approved and like they're already starting to build the new pool and I'm like really happy with like how it's going to look and how it looks and just the progress in my city, like pushing forward to have a better community for our residents. And um, and yeah, that was like another agenda item. But a lot of those mainly like apartment complexes wanting to come in, townhomes, um, people that already have like their home wanting to um, restructure like the land. Um or like put something new on their property or like sell a piece of their property or like stuff like that, which can kind of be a little boring, but when exciting stuff, when like fun stuff comes up, it's fun. Um, but yeah, it's like a little bit about like my planning and zoning um, role. So like officially it's like, uh, it's a it's under the boards and commissions um, which has like multiple committees underneath it, under boards and commissions. And I was on planning and zoning, which is like the highest ranked committee under boards and commissions. Um, and yeah, that's just, that's just how that went. And it was a lot of fun. Um, I think if you wanna apply yourself to it, you definitely should. Um, it was very easy process. I think like applications come out like every May or so, April or May, and then you're like interviewed in like June or July. And I think um, the new um, the new cycle starts in like August or something where you're like sworn in. I think you're sworn in like July or August. Um, so it's like mainly during the summer. So I think if anyone's like interested in that, 
like you don't even have to like be in planning and zoning like you can literally be like in your library committee and um work in your work to like improve your city's library or like the pool committee slash like um um recreation committee you know and like you just like work and you like improve your city right like it's i think it's a very cool experience like um you like learn a lot and you like you just it kind of like dip your toes into like what kind of being a political office would be like in a way um and um and yeah like i think if anyone has any questions about wanting to be in plant and like in board of commissions like definitely let me know hit up our instagram it's at you are doing great miha um and i'd be more than happy to help you um again i did like my research project on all the the, the, the cities in dallas um you know if you're out of dallas like i you know more than happy to help you as well uh just know like it's like not a paid um role which kind of sucks um and i think especially for like women of color it's always very beneficial to be paid for your work because we are already underpaid as women and as women of color especially we are um even more underpaid um than just like white women and so as latinas like we really have to advocate for ourselves to to earn an equal salary or just to like move up that uh financial ladder right and so i think in, in, in opportunities like this where you're not really compensated for your role your role and planning and zoning and board and commissions it does hold back a lot of uh like it does have restraints on like you know your time um things of that sort but you know if you think of it like you know serving your community that's always great and i think like if you're able to do it for a term of like two years and gain that experience and have that opportunity on your resume like even better and and you know just to have it on your resume right to say that you were able to do that and I think um if I'm if I ever want to go back into that role like I I think they they told me like their arms are open right and like if I'm ever ready to apply myself back into that committee like you know I can I think it's just for this time like I just had a lot on my plate and I kind of wanted to look into other um opportunities but I think there is like some um, social pressure when I kind of told some people that I was I had resigned. They were like, oh, you're not doing that anymore. Like, how come? And I there was, I was kind of told, like, we're so proud of you for being like in this role. Like there's not many Latinas, not many young people who do this work. And it does provide some social pressure to like keep being and keep continuing in this role when I personally don't want to. And I think that's just like a conversation you have to have with yourself of like, what do I want for myself that's going to better me? Like not to do it for the the applause or approval of society, but what do I want for myself that like helps me, like what what's best for me at this time, right? And yeah, I could have easily stayed in it for another two years and be like, yeah, you know, my people... People are applauding me for being in this role as a Latina, as a young woman. Like I'm getting that societal applause um, and encouragement, X, Y, Z, right? But I personally inside wouldn't feel happy if I would have continued in this role because I just needed to sit with myself and think what what do what like what's best for me in this moment? And I had already served in it for two years. Um, and so it was like, okay, let's move on to something else, right? Um, so that was like for myself the best for me and it's also like 
I'm glad I didn't let societal pressures put put me in continuing to serve in this role because um it's just um it's just I'm tired of having the pressure on my soul on my shoulders to like make my community the most proud when it's like it's not just me I'm not the only Latina the I'm not the only young Latina that can do this you know every young Latina or every young woman of color can do what I'm doing right like don't put all the pressure on me to um do the work of my whole community right like multiple women of color need to step up and and have their seat at the table and there's room for all of us right like it's not just me to 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 take on all that work right not saying that I was but it can kind of feel like that with with societal pressure so yeah I mean you know do what's best for yourself like do what interests you and like you know tap into new things learn and just be curious to um to grow right and I think like it would have been nice if if my city was more flexible if I would have been able to like vert meet virtually during our meetings because like I said we met the first year fully online it was all on zoom and then the second year it was all in person but COVID has always been a thing since 2020, like 2019 even, right? But um, in America, just 2020. And like I had asked them, I'm like, you know, I feel, I would feel more comfortable if I can do this at home. Like, is that a possibility? Like, if I can do this at home and I can continue serving this role. And even like, even the the people who are like um, managing us or a city officials told me like, yeah, I wish we could do that too. Like, I wish we could take these meetings at home, you know, just for the safety of everyone. But our government, I think like Greg Abbott made it like a law or something where these meetings have to be in person now, like they can't be virtual. So that's another reason why we got to vote out Greg Abbott. Um, and, and that's just another reason why kind of being an elected office has so much power because if we had a better elected official in office that like made an option for us to take these COVID protocols seriously, like I probably would have been continuing to serve in this role of for my city, right? Because I just um I felt like it, you know if I was given more opportunities to like maybe take these meetings at home, it would have been easier for myself, time constraint, you know, safety, things like that. But um we weren't allowed to because of the law because of the government um these meetings had to be in person uh which sucked because you know it just kind of sucked um and i'm not gonna like copy our meetings that were up there on the committee that had covid that were like sitting right next to me and that's just like another reason why like i would have felt safer if it was taken like the meetings could could have gone virtual or if i had the opportunity to be virtual but for some reason, our society wants everything to be in person now, even though COVID is very much a thing. Um, and, you know, now we got monkeypox in Dallas and like Dallas, you know, is covering like 40 percent of Texas is the cases in Texas for monkeypox. And so it's a whole we got COVID, monkeypox, all this stuff. But yeah, it's a little bit about my experience with um, serving um, in the boards and commissions in my city in Dallas County. Uh, I was on the planning and zoning committee. I was the youngest and only Latina to serve on that committee. And, you know, I hope more, I hope more young people of color are, are taking these, taking these seats, right. Having their seat at the table 
and and putting themselves out there right um but that that was like my experience i loved it i learned a lot i grew a lot i know more about zoning and the importance of it um and it was overall a great opportunity for myself and if anyone is interested and wants to get into this tap into this like let me know happy to help you um in any way that i can and um yeah it's important for for young women of color to be in positions of power to have a seat at the table and to run for office like i think not just like on local government but i think just government overall overall we just need more young people running for office like just young people right to have that perspective of like what young people need in the society like there's just too many older people in office that just don't get it right and so i think that's why it's important for just i think young people overall to run for office um and 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 just expressing that importance of just needing more young people i think young young, young people of color to run for office but just young people in general um and yeah, um, I'm really happy I was able to share this experience with you guys. Um, let me know if you have any questions. If you have any uh, questions y'all want me to answer on the podcast, like send it, send it, um, send it my way to my Instagram at You're Doing Great, Mija. Um, my name is Andrea Flores. I'm signing out. And I really appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good night. Bye.